0: Hello. Good Saturday morning. A great day to be alive, enjoying the beautiful weather. This is Saturday Java with Jason. I have my coffee. Uh, Do you have yours? I'm very honored this week to have Emma Hall. She's a mindset leadership and confidence coach at Life on Tethered Coaching. She'll be going on an excursion. I don't really want to say what that is, but I'm going to leave it up to her to say. So without any further ado, here is Emma Hall.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me on the show.
0: Very welcome. So what is this this excursion you're going to be doing?
1: Well, since 2017, I've had this road trip on my bucket list. And this spring, I started thinking about the fact of when am I actually gonna do things that are on my bucket list? So I picked this one because I thought, what? I, I gas prices are only getting more expensive. The roads are only gonna get worse, so let's do it. So I am going to be driving from Southern British Columbia, right near the US border, all the way to the North coast of Canada to Tuktoyaktuk, which is in the Northwest Territories. Are you going to be starting what we consider Maine or are you going to be starting in what we consider Washington? So I'll be above Washington state. Yeah. How long are you planning on going for? A
0: couple months, a couple weeks? How long?
1: I'm going to be gone for one month in total. And the distance that I'm traveling is around 6,300 miles.
0: So you've been pushing on a lot of miles per day. Are you going to be in a hotel or are you going to be camping or what are you going to be doing?
1: Well, I'm driving on my own. Well, I have my dog with me, but he's not very good at driving. So I'll be doing all the driving and I will be sleeping in a tent 90% of the time. So there's definitely going to be some long days, especially places that I've been to before. But then when I get to places I haven't been, I'm trying to have shorter days so that I can have time to explore.
0: All right. Now everybody's probably wondering, and I'm going to come out and ask you, what about hygiene, taking a shower and stuff? How do you plan on doing that?
1: Wet wipes are definitely the camper's best friend. And like I said, I am staying in some hotels. So I will get to be, I actually just booked one hotel and I booked myself the honeymoon suite, which has got a big spa tub because I thought I'm going to really want that. And then sometimes I'll be camping at campgrounds that will have actual facilities as well, so I'll, I'll wash as often as I can
0: <laughs> now getting on to what you do the mindset and the leadership confidence that all must play into this because if you don't have the right mindset, you won't be able to do this
1: a hundred percent and I mean even overcoming my mindset of actually saying yes to doing it was a challenge because I'd come up with all these excuses and reasons that I just shouldn't do it yet. And then it's okay, let's do it. And then you start actually planning it and getting drama about, well, how realistic is that? And what am I going to do? And then there's bears. I'm starting, that's my new drama, but I don't really coach on bears. So I'm talking to a friend who does bear safety courses but definitely takes a lot of confidence to just get up and go and drive solo from one end of the country to the other.
0: Now your leadership must also play a part in this too, because even though you're alone, you still have to be a leader of yourself. You still have to make your planning. You still have to schedule time for things. So even though you are alone, you are still your own leader.
1: That's such a great point. And we were talking earlier about you being in the scouts and that definitely is that sort of thing that that you get trained on in the scouts and and organizations. That is having discipline, having routine. I'm going to have to be a leader for myself to be non-negotiable about, no, six o'clock, we got to get up and get this tent packed up and get on the road you've got to make sure you're eating and, and taking care of myself and, and making sure as well that when things do go wrong, that I don't just have a complete meltdown on the side of the road, that that, that leadership really kicks in. And I, I've learned how to change a tire and I'm sure, I, fingers crossed, I don't have to, but there's a good chance I'm gonna have to do that on the side of the road being eaten alive by massive mosquitoes so that will definitely take some leadership
0: (laughs) now people might say i can't be a leader i can't take charge i don't have the confidence i don't have the mindset look at you you're a young lady you're going to go out and do this excursion what might be some of the key points that you might tell somebody that wants to go do something that they never did before
1: Oh yeah, definitely do it. Go out and do things that you've never done before a hundred percent, but do it incrementally. Don't if if you have a big goal, you don't want to just go straight out and try and do that. You want to build up to it, to build your self-confidence, to have little wins and successes along the way. So I actually went camping in my yard and to remind myself how to put my tent together, things that So giving yourself little goals and then really taking the time to revel in your success when you've accomplished those little goals, because that boosts your confidence, boosts your motivation and helps you to recognize that you are actually being a leader for yourself and you can do these things.
0: Okay. Now I had a couple of guests on that contradict each other. I want to know what you think. People say that you should stay in your comfort zone. Some say you should break out of your comfort zone and do things that make you feel uncomfortable. What do you suggest? Do you think people should be in their comfort zone or do you think people should break out and be uncomfortable and succeed that way?
1: Both. So... It's actually 70% of the time you want to spend in your comfort zone doing things that you're successful at, because that helps you to feel good and to have that motivation that I just spoke about. But then 30% of the time you want to be out of your comfort zone, facing fear, facing challenges, pushing yourself and growing. Because if you don't do that, then you will just stagnate doing the same thing. The key is to not go terrifying yourself for that 30% of the time, but finding that sweet spot where you're stretching yourself. And then each time you get more resilient to being able to bounce back from fear, to bounce back from challenges. So absolutely, it needs to be a little bit of both.
0: Now, I probably already know the answer to this, but would you consider this your comfort zone or are you totally demolishing that?
1: It's a little bit of both. So I am I am comfortable driving on my own for long drives. I am not comfortable camping with bears. So that is way out of my comfort zone. I do spend a lot of time on my own, but this is gonna be a huge amount of time on my own outside of any cell service, Wi-Fi communications. And there's massive distances between support. So whereas the long drives that I normally do, you're maybe an hour between towns. This is going to be a day between places. So it is definitely stretching my comfort zone, but it's doing some things that I'm used to as well.
0: I would suggest, I'm not sure because you're in Canada, we have a thing called bear spray. I highly recommend if you guys can use it, then use that.
1: Yeah, definitely. I do. I have bear spray. It's right up there in that closet. I also, when I sleep in my tent, I sleep with my car keys because I figure you press that panic alarm, that's going to scare a bear off too. And I have an air horn. They, They sell them for using on boats, but that's also another really good thing. And then practicing good campsite management, being careful with my food and all of those things. Yeah.
0: I'm glad you mentioned food, because there's another thing that I would highly recommend, too, It's called a bear box. And it's an indestructible box that you can actually hang from a tree. And so you don't keep your food in your car because the bears can actually break in. I highly recommend a bear box.
1: Definitely, yeah, because that would be a bit of a trip-ending incident if a bear stole my car.
0: Well, they did break in. They do have a habit of doing that now. There was something on the news around my area. Somebody left food in. They broke in, demolished the whole inside of the car.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I I was really thinking about that with my coffee, because coffee is a really strong smell, right? But I'm not willing to compromise taking coffee on the trail with me. So I do actually have it's... It's a round plastic barrel that, that's my bear container. And so it's they can't hold it because they don't have opposable thumbs. So using that and, as you say, tying that up. Not many trees around there. So I have to figure that part out because I don't know what I can tie it to.
0: Yeah, let me just give you some little advice. that i I was a Boy Scout some 30 years ago. So I'm just coming up with ideas right now that I can help you out with. But I want to get back with you when you get back. And I want to know some details and I want I want stories. Yeah,
1: definitely. They some of the stories that, that I anticipate kind of I'm gonna be driving into Alaska and driving this road called the Top of the World Highway. And and what that experience is in I figured probably the border. Guards there are used to people having not a very good reason. When you cross the border, they're always asking you, what's the purpose of your trip? And I'm well, I'm just going up here because I want to drive this road. I think they'll be okay with that. Whereas when I do that down in this end of the States, they kind of, that's not a very good reason, ma'am. Well, sorry. (laughs) I'm going to be visiting as many hot springs as I can on the trip as well. So that should be fun. There's all kinds of different little spots, but definitely going, stand up paddleboarding in the Arctic ocean is absolutely one of the, I hope, one of the pinnacles, because that's something I'm really looking forward to. But I think it's gonna be interesting to see what I learn about myself, because I have this philosophy that life is happening for you, not to you. So when those things go wrong, I'm curious to see how resilient I am in my philosophy of staying positive and believing, well, okay, well, what's the lesson here? How is this happening for me rather than to me? And see how much this trip buoys that philosophy up, I I hope that's the result, rather than breaking me down.
0: (laughs) No, you said you wanna learn things about yourself. What exactly do you want to learn? Do you want to learn the comfort of being alone? Do you want to learn the comfort of camping, the longevity? What do you want to learn from yourself? What are you
1: looking for? I think following through on not just talking the talk, but actually doing it. And so committing to primarily tent camping and seeing how much I can follow through on that commitment to myself and how steadfast I am, to see how good I am at maintaining that discipline and that routine on the road, to see as well how how good am I at managing in these really unknown situations. I have done a lot of research, but there's gonna be some extreme situations. And also seeing how well I cope with adversity. My friend just posted on Facebook that Highway 16 in BC is currently closed because of an accident. And that made me think that there's not many roads on this route, there are no detours. How am I gonna cope if something happens and a road is closed for 24, 48, 72 hours due to an accident or flooding or a wildfire. And how will I then pivot and be able to not let that ruin my trip? So my, my resiliency, my, my follow through, and I'm also just really open to seeing what lessons universe has to offer me on this trip.
0: And what you're talking about now, you can actually put into the analogy of life because a lot of people are doing that with their life. They're going from point A to point B and they don't have anything planned out. So if there's an accident on their highway, something happens and they'll know, what do I do? I'm just going to sit down. They don't have a plan B. So what you're talking about right now is what people are going through with their life. They "No, if I have an accident right now, no matter what that is, they don't have a plan B." So is that something you're you're
1: afraid of too, is not having a plan B? That's such a great analogy and It's really got me thinking. So I I will answer your question. I'm not afraid of not having a plan B because now I'm going to start thinking about a plan B. Because unless you actually, yes, we're all floating along through life, but you should give time to think about those what ifs. I was just coaching a client, she may or may not be getting laid off in two weeks' time. And it's okay, well, let's plan for what if. And so thank you for bringing that shining that light back on me that, okay, what am I gonna do? If Highway 16 is closed, what am I gonna do? And thinking about what are my options and how can I solve for that in advance so that then that may not be the hiccup that occurs in your life, but you've already practiced kind of thinking about what if and what your alternatives are so that if and when something, you do have a roadblock along the way. It doesn't just completely pull the rug out from underneath you. You've actually kind of thought about this and you have an idea of some options that you can implement.
0: Because I always look at life, people always try to oversimplify things. I look at it as KISS, keep it simply stupid. Don't try to overcomplicate things. People laugh at how simple I make things, but it makes life so much easier. And
1: sometimes people just try to overcomplicate things. That is very true. Our brains wired to create drama and overcomplicate things. And our ego kicks in and we start kind of making every situation about me and instead breaking it down to just, okay, what, what are the facts of the situation? And working with those. That's great. Thank you.
0: I'm just trying to give you a a little heads up. That's all.
1: And I think that now the the keep it simple, stupid philosophy is going to be a really good one for my tent set up, my camp set up, my, how much stuff I'm taking with me, even don't, don't overcomplicate it. Don't plan to be making complex meals. Let's just, Keep it simple so that each day my routine is easily repeatable. I'm going to have my coffee. That's my little creature comfort. But doesn't I can do a month of having overnight oats for breakfast. I don't need to be taking a cooler and bacon with me. So yeah, keeping it simple. So how can I really embrace simplicity as well on this road trip is a really fun little project to implement.
0: Another thing I used to do when I was in Boy Scouts, we used to have what's called MREs, the Meals Ready to Eat. It's a packet. You open it. It has crackers, it has peanut butter, it has your main course, it has coffee, it has everything you need. And it actually has a self-heating bag too. So you can actually put your stuff right in that bag. It heats it up. No reason to have a campfire, no nothing. You could just eat it right in your tent, and you don't need anything besides just your tent and that food.
1: Great. I'll have to look into those. I've got at the moment my plan is I really like East Indian food, and there's this brand that they're, they're essentially ready cooked and they're in these foil pouches. And you can just boil that pouch in water and then eat it straight out of the pouch. And then I've got my boiling water to make a cup of tea or whatever. So that's kind of where I was thinking so far. But I might slip in some MREs for a little bit of mixing it up as well.
0: Now, what happens if you can't make a fire? Fires are prohibited or it's raining out. What are you going to do as a plan B for that?
1: I do have, I've got a small camp stove that I'm taking, so I'm taking that with me, and if it's raining, I can cook, if I have to, in the porch of my tent, but I do, yeah, and what worst case scenario, I think if it's just one day, protein bars and trail mix, or cold curry.
0: (laughs) It seems that you have to think about, Emma, because you're going to be there and you'll be, oh no, I should have brought something for supper. Now it's raining. I can't have this. I can't have that. Just so you're going to prepare one day at a time, one meal at a time.
1: Yeah. And because I figure every five days or so, I'll be at a larger center where I'm able to stock up. And so if I make sure that within, so to carry a week's worth of food with me, along with a few backups. Because I know one time I was traveling in Australia and the road got flooded out in front of me and behind me. And I think it was three or four days that I was stuck in this one place. And so you, you never know, right? So making sure you have not just enough to get to where you're going, but having extras and then having those contingencies for what if the weather's so horrible I can't start up my stove. So maybe some iced coffee for those emergency coffees.
0: <laughs> I've done that before. This is the espresso moment. What was your first job?
1: I was working at a fish and chip shop, cutting the bones out of the fish fillets.
0: What is your favorite season?
1: I'm gonna go for fall.
0: Favorite food? Cheese. Who is your hero?
1: My hero is Isambagged Kingdom Brunel.
0: Your favorite dessert? Chocolate. What time do you wake up in the morning?
1: I wake up at five and then I go back to sleep and I get up at 6.30.
0: <laughs> night in or night out? Night in, 100%. Are you a thinker or are you a doer?
1: I'm a bit of both. I'm a Gemini, so it depends on the day and the situation. Sometimes I think things through. Sometimes I just do them and probably should have thought them through.
0: Do you learn by watching or do you learn by doing? Doing. When you go swimming, do you dive in or do you tiptoe in?
1: I do not dive in. I actually have a diving pond on my land here and I just went for a dip before our call and I don't get my ears full of water so yeah i tiptoed
0: what is your guilty pleasure
1: that the the sleeping in i love on a morning when i don't have work to take a cup of tea and go back to bed and doze
0: what motivates you the most having fun what is your deepest fear worms how would you be remembered
1: i would be remembered as someone who made a difference
0: and on your gravestone what is something you would want written to remind people of who you were that might not know you
1: Well, I don't want to be buried. I want to be cremated. But to remember me, he might not have known me is she loved living life.
0: And what you care the most about.
1: Inspiring other people to get out of whatever hole they are stuck in.
0: Now, Emma, we talked a lot about things on this podcast. We talked about the mindset, the leadership confidence about you driving all the way across Canada, you sleeping in a tent. Any last ideas, any last things you would want the listeners to know or advice to give the listeners?
1: Yeah, it's they don't let practicalities get in the way of your dreams. Come up with big, bold, exciting dreams and then find a way to make them work.
0: Now, I know that you told me off the air, there will be a part two to this.
1: Yeah, you bet. I'm going to come back and tell you all about what happens, share some highlights, share some of the adventures. I'd love to.
0: And that's awesome. I can't wait for that. Now, how do people find you? Are you on Facebook? Are you on Instagram? Are you on anything that?
1: I am on Facebook and Instagram at the Life Untethered, or you can go to my website lifeuntethered.com and that's got links to my social on there.
0: And I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. It's been an honor, Emma, to have you on my podcast and I can't wait till hear when you get
1: back. Awesome, Thank you, Jason, and thank you for all your tips.
0: You're welcome. Please like the podcast. We are here to please you. Please subscribe. You don't want to miss the lineup. Please leave a review to show the guests you really care. Until we talk again, may you enjoy your week, your dreams come true, and your coffee cup never run dry.